High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. Now we have our Thursday treat for you. We're joined by the legend, the TV producer extraordinaire and the man with a never-ending knowledge of all things music, Bill Hughes, <laughs> who picks out an essential song for George every week. What have you got for us this week, Bill? Well, it's it's... It's one, I want to take you to a building in New York. It's called the Brill Building. I've talked about it a number of times with George. The Brill Building is at number 1619 Broadway. And from 1931 to the end of the 60s, songwriters used to gather there and write songs. You could go in on the ground floor. You could go into a demo studio if you had an idea for a song. You could find a a singer, a session singer in the coffee shop, bring them in with you and then... You'd make your demo, take it upstairs to a publishing company, get a publishing deal, take it upstairs to a record company, get a, a record deal. And you could leave that evening having gone in with a notion for a song. And you could leave that a evening with the record, shop. a one stop shop called the Brill Building. And out of that building came uh, Yakety Yak. Save the Last Dance for Me, The Look of Love, Breaking Up is Hard to Do, Devil in Disguise, The Locomotion, River Deep Mountain High, all came out of that building with songwriters like Neil Diamond and Carol King and Marvin Hamlish and Kander and Ebb and Jerry Lieber and, and Stuller. Carol King was like huge, obviously. But today we're talking about two guys and they're having coffee. And in all the buildings, in all the offices there, there are so many secretarial staff and so many women. Work. And a number of them in 1967, their biggest topic of discussion is that their husband or their boyfriend has been drafted and has been sent to Vietnam. Conscripted. And, and conscripted. And they're, the guys are thinking, we need to write a song to capture. And, and so, you know, the girls all had one thing in common. I say a little prayer for him. So they went upstairs and they wrote the song, I Say a Little Prayer for You, which they gave to Dionne Warwick, which became a worldwide sensation. And it was a song written to say how much I missed the man in my life. To give consolation to those whose partner had gone and been conscripted. And it's this huge pop song and people aren't aware that that's the story. I would think a lot of people aren't aware of that story. So I Say a Little Prayer for You, Burt Bacharach, Hal David. Now, when they first recorded it in the first session in 1966, Bacharach didn't like it. He didn't. He thought it was too fast. He thought it shouldn't be released. Uh, he tried to suppress it. So a year and a half later, the owner of the record company said, "I'm releasing it, and I'm releasing it as a double A side with the sound with the the theme from the Valley of the Dolls, and I'm I'm sticking it out there." And Bert Bacharach was like, "Don't stick it out. It won't." And radio picked up on it. And radio preferred, I say a little prayer for you. I say a little prayer for you became this sensation. But it just transpired that the double A side. So it was almost accidental from almost a production accident, point of view. Yeah. And, and was it an instant number one? Oh, it went, all, went to the top of the charts around the world. It wasn't just in America, it was everywhere. And, and the, to this day, the double A side that is... Um, I Say a Little Prayer for You and the theme from Valley of the Dolls that double A side is one of the biggest selling records of all time during the entire rock era so, and the artist and tell the me artist, about the artist Dionne Warwick Dionne she, she was born Dionne Warwick W-A-R-R-I-C-K and then when she went into this building and they laid the first demo when they were labelling up 
the, the, the thing. They wrote her name as Warwick, W-A-R-W-I-C-K. And she said, actually, I prefer that. So she stuck with that name. But she's an amazing talent. Uh, born in 1940. Um, between, she had 69 top 10 hits between 1962 and 1998. She still tours. I've seen her at the concert hall a number of times. She came and did a residency once at the Olympia Theatre and the opening act was Colin Wilkinson. There's just something about her. She's got so much style, so much swagger. Burt Bacharach has always been known as a bit of a ladies' man. He's going to be 90 next year. Like, he's won three Oscars. He, you know, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head is one of his songs. But he, had, having been married to Angie Dickinson, who everybody knew was, was policewoman, he was also the musical director for a number of years on the road with Marlena Dietrich. Let's, so let's hear. Let's hear a little bit of I Say a Little Prayer. The moment I wake up Before I put on my makeup I say a little prayer for you Walk home in my hand now And wondering what dress to wear now I say a little prayer for I just take time And all through my coffee break time I say a little bit more That is Bill Hughes' essential song this week. I say a little prayer sung by Dion Warwick. Tell us a little bit more about her. In America, it's a badge of honour to go bankrupt. Not so much here. <laughs> um, she went bankrupt and she's still alive. She's still alive and uh, still thriving. Uh, it's, been, it's been a life, you know, what Oscar Wilde call it, a life crowded with incidents. She's had so many. But like musically, she was... As she just said, I'm no play safe girl. I don't just play safe. Um, I uh, and Bacharach said about her, she has a tremendous strong side and a delicacy when singing softly like miniature ships in bottles. Like she has such a following that and she still has that following. She's still able to walk out and command a stage. And, you know, she's 77 years of age and she still has that voice. Uh, whenever she comes to town, people have to take advantage and go and have a look. But uh, and have a listen and sit back and just, you know, bask in the glory of. Uh, but she started out with the lads singing, make it easy on yourself and then don't make it over. Don't make me over. Walk on by this empty place like they were. And anyone who had a heart, they were they were all huge songs. But in all of it, she took her eye off the ball and she took her eye off the business ball. Here she was selling number ones all over the world, massive albums, massive tours, and her management were all the time siphoning away the money. Oh, and she was ripped off. She was ripped off. And and finally, Bill, 
it's such an iconic song. It has been cover songs for many other uh, performing artists. Oh, many. Well, the, probably the most famous is Aretha Franklin and Aretha Franklin's cover of, of uh, uh, I Say a Little Prayer for You is one that m- it probably gets a lot of airplay too. But Dionne Warwick, it's just listening to that particular, the heartbreak in her voice. And it's a heartbreak that Hal David, the lyricist, was writing for because he wanted this song to be poignant. He wanted it to have a resonance. He wanted it to mean something to the women they were working with every day, that while they were missing their men in Vietnam, that there was somebody thinking of them and it was Burt Bacharach and Hal David. And what's the connection between Dionne Warwick and Whitney Houston? She was her maternal aunt um, and they were very, very close. she was like Cece uh, Houston was uh, Whitney's uh, mother and she was Dion's uh, sister. So they were very, very close family, close knit family. And, and, and where does she reside in New York to this day? She has lived all over. She's a funny woman. She moved to Brazil for years to get away from debtors and uh, like you only went to Wales. I went to Swansea, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they no, call she, it the piss pot of Britain. But she, anyway. went, she went to the, to, to, to the exotic uh, climes <laughs> of, of Brazil. She also got very involved with cults for a while and this whole and did she, did she Did she have a family? Did she? Did she? Uh, uh, herself, yes. They had two kids. Right. Two kids. Um, the, the marriage wasn't a very happy one, um, but it was more of her life was, was tuned in with, with uh, how touring can take its toll and how, as I said, she took her eye off the ball and didn't watch her finances. And if she had only watched them closer, she'd probably still be a wealthy woman. I'm sure she's not stuck for a few bob. It's a bit like the Bill and George relationship, a bit ropey at times. (laughs) Thank you so much for Essential Song. And of course, next week, uh, I'll be talking to you again. Maybe you might get an Adele song. No, I'll have a good look. And I'll tell you my Adele story. Now, that wraps to High Noon today. Our thanks to Bill Hughes, as always, the legend that he is.